Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris news. What time is it? It's hotel time. Free frisbee at Annette's. Q2 earnings call. See, I think that's the most exciting one. I do. Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. Am I shouting at you? I'm it's right, sorry. No, it's fine, it's fine. Hey there, hi there, hello there, Disney fans, and welcome to another Disneyland Paris show. It is getting into be summertime. People are outside. We're walking around the estate today. We could hear lawn mowers. We could hear kids playing. And you know what that means? Lots of people. Oh, you get. It means I've got sunburn. You get sunburn. My neck is killing me. On your five head. Yeah. And um, the. Everyone starts to go on their summer holidays to Ooh. Disneyland Paris. So There's been blue skies. No, I'm working Paris. for a week or two. <laughs> that's unfortunately that's not true. I wish it was. Um, so, how are you doing, boys? I'm all right. Speaking of uh, of no one no one doing any work for a week or two, I am working this week. But next weekend, I've got a rehearsal, so I won't be here. And the weekend after that. <laughs> I'm not going to Disneyland Paris, but I will be in Mallorca. So I'm away for two weeks after this. What? That's okay. You're in, you're entitled to your. I'll I'll do all the space. setups and stuff, particularly for for like the Patreon thing, so you know what you're doing for that. But yeah, there'll be no wells and wells and bissels, <laughs> wells and bissels, wells well, and bissels. There'll be a whistle. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, and there might be a bell. So it's all okay, the just stuff. bells and whistles. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, you said bells and whistles, and those are the only two sounds I've got. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, isn't it? Oh, that, that's tickled me. <laughs> I don't have a tickled sound effect. Oh. I could do yeah. like a little giggle of some sort, couldn't we? <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Go on then, what, we, what, what now? We, I think we might be talking to the people who are with us in the chat, perhaps. Let's do that then. <laughs> who are they? <laughs> board please Sensual. well the Dunn family say oh look who is first in the chat hope, <laughs> hope everyone is having a great weekend if uh, anyone who doesn't listen regularly knows that the Dunn family are often first in the chat mm. uh, Gareth was second and then was Anne and hello to Andrew and we've got Maria um 150 uh, minus 150 to DLP first time going during Halloween season ooh ooh uh, last night, the Dunn family uh, celebrated 100 years of Disney at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, oh nice. It looks good, that concept. Yeah. And also three weeks for uh, daddy-daughter trip Ooh. for the Dunn family. Uh, 177 days to Walt Disney World. A lot going on, the, the Dunn family. Awful lot. And they still manage to be first in the chat every week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John. Uh, Andrew says, uh, WSJ have a new article on Golden Oaks and paying $10 million to live at Walt Disney World. Can you wow. imagine buying a Disney house next to DLP? Working mm-hmm. from home would be amazing. Would be pretty cool. Kiva is here. 28 days to DLP. Eek! Voiceover guy is here. We've got a voiceover guy trip report today, haven't we? We do. Guys? We have a voiceover guy trip report. With some much needed allergy um, feedback, yes, I believe. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yes, uh, second of 
such reports from voiceover guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel B is here. 141 days till DLP. First time in a Disney hotel and Halloween. Very, very excited. Hope everyone is well. Oh, I, do you know, for a second there, I thought she meant Dis- the Disneyland Hotel. And then I thought, no, but that's shut. How can that be? She means... A Disney, a Disney hotel. hotel. Yeah. And tomorrow Rachel's going to the pop-up Disney experience in London. I'm jealous of that. Mm. How long is that on? Because I'm I'm thinking of trying to get to London for a quick matinee and home. You know how sometimes I do a train, a matinee yeah, and home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I get a train early enough, I might be able to do that. I need to, I need to check on that. I need what to check is it? On What's it. there? What is it? Nobody know? Go on, stick it in the chat. Yes, yeah, stick it in the chat. about this pop-up? <laughs> is it similar to the costume thing they did? I think, I think so. Time? That's my... Cool. Understanding, but I don't want to speak with too much authority because no, no, I don't no. really know. Mark Indeed. Chester is in the Hisus. Mark Chester. Greetings, my Disney clan. And uh, Kira is here. Heading back to DLP, says Kira, at the end of the month and struggling on my Disney bound. Want to go Winnie the Pooh themed, but don't have the right ears. Uh, Winnie the Pooh's easy. You just wear um, a red t-shirt and absolutely nothing on your lower half. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 don't do that, please. Uh, I reckon you can pull that off you. Oh. I don't think that work in Florida, but it's France. So I think they'd let you in. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish Claire says, evening, everyone. Hey, to who is Nate? Question mark. Hey, hey, peeps, says Nate. <laughs> I never tire of that question mark, Nate. I never do. Uh, <laughs> Disney, we noticed that. <laughs> Disney Bride 2013 is here. Um uh, yeah, ten year anniversary, I guess, to mm. Disney Bride twenty thirteen. <laughs> well, you see, I was is wondering it, this right? when I saw saw the name. Yeah. Um, I thought, is it? Were you married in? And then I thought, no, because that would make a ten if that's a date of birth. Or was she married <laughs> in twenty thirteen? Or is it just an arbitrary number? Is it your tenth wedding anniversary? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Hello to Moritz and Kelfi and uh, Katia and Emma Wits Wanderlust is here, as is Miriam and Gareth and Daisy. It's everybody. Let's start with this one. It says, hey, it's everyone. It's the gang. Can't wait to hear what my favourite Disney crew have to say. I guess that's us. The solo <laughs> show, Stan, is here. He says, hey, gang. Hey, Stan. I and, feel a lot um, of pressure from that. Do you, Chris? <laughs> I, I, people I, are, you're making an assumption there. I just, I, it, It's more likely that, that what you missed off the end of that was that after I've watched this show. I yeah, yeah, she's going to watch the Mammoth Club. The incredible yeah. people in it. <laughs> I believe that's everyone. If I've missed anyone, I do apologise. But I don't think I have. Wow. Apology accepted, wow. Hugh. Apology accepted. Miriam says, I'm back to the park on Thursday afternoon. I was uh, on the waiting for three days before my reservation was secured. A great surprise, especially since it's a holiday weekend. Oh, nice. Rachel B says, I'm not actually sure... Uh, actually quite sure myself about the Disney experience. Ah. I know there's a few rooms themed to a certain Disney, uh, to certain Disney films and it's quite interactive. We'll let you know next week what oh, it yeah, was do. like. Yes, yeah. please do. Film a bit if you like. Send us it and we'll stick it on in a couple of weeks. If you're allowed to. Oh yeah, if you're allowed to. And if you want to as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no and, pressure. And who is Nate? Who, who is Nate? Uh, says, I, no, I never tire. I never tire of you never getting tired of it. It <laughs> <laughs> was a double positive there, I believe. Yeah. Uh, right. Should we, should we tackle some of this? News yes, we news it. It's very light on the ground this week, guys. Very light. Mm. But well, we've, tell got a, you. we've got a long trip report. Good. So we that's do all right. Look. It's a good length. But this was one of those, you know, when a, a photo on on Twitter just acts as a speed bump and you mm. go, oh, happy place. 
Um, the the clock, the big, I say it's yellow because it shines yellow. The big yellow clock on the face of the Disneyland Paris Hotel is once again lit up and operational. And it's one of those things it's you did. Fully operational. Fully operational. Fully operational. You don't realise you've missed until it comes back, you know what I mean? It's like when a buzzing sound stops and you realise, you know, you missed just the silence. Mm. Um, and that made me notice for the first time as well, all um, kind of elevated scaffolding has gone from the front facade of the Disneyland Paris Hotel now. Mm. So all you've got left is construction walls down at ground level, which pretty much just cover the arches that go into the... And not all archers anymore, only half of it. So I still think it may be a decent amount of time of them doing internal work. Mm. But that just means that that initial sort of arrival impact that you get going through Fantasia uh, Gardens is back. And that's exciting. Awesome. Now, speaking of Fantasia Gardens, this almost made it into the news and then I wasn't quite sure. And if if it had, the headline would have been, Phone Party! Ooh. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I've seen this. Heard about this? Nope. The reason I didn't put it in the news is because I couldn't get to the root of what had happened. But it is suspected. Oh, someone put some foam in the in, in a fountain. Someone put a tub of bu- bubble bath. I love it when people oh. do that. <laughs> do you? Maybe, maybe someone dropped their bubbles from their bubble machine in there, and it was mm. a genuine accident. It might have been. Yeah, that might have happened. It, that didn't occur to me. But also, there was no like answers showing up on the internet, and people weren't really speculating either. There was going something's gone on with these fountains, and these fountains <clears> were full of foam. Um, so something had happened and then they got shut off for two days and then they got turned back on and there were still bits of foam. Mm-hmm. So clearly the housekeeping is struggling to deal with the foam. But I, I'm not mad about that. It yeah. still looks beautiful. Sounds fun. I yeah, know. it does, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine arriving at Disneyland Paris for the first time and the clock's lit up and there's no scaffolding and there's a foam party in the uh, fountain? Oh, there's a Europop playing. Oh, it's like the new <laughs> Eurovision. <Disco> yeah. So... <laughs> That's my first bit of news. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we have to have drinks now, then? I think so. <laughs> We're allowed drinks. Lucy's got the classic um, bottle, plastic bottle of diluted juice. Uh, I will never change. I'm using my... Um, Geeky Tiki, uh, Den of D, Den of, what are they called? Den of Iniquity. Think Geek, Geeky Tiki, Jawa cup today, because I forgot I don't normally use this one. No, you don't. Uh, uh-oh, Chris is pulling the face. I've made it too strong. It's been a long while since you've done this, but my word, that is strong, you. The trick with pouring Chris the perfect amount is pouring what looks like too little in, and then just adding a dash more. And that, that that's just right. But I must have just put too much in to start. He's topping it up. Finger slipped. So ungrateful. I just want to say, <laughs> let's start with this one. Has come up with the perfect Disney discussion question here. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you had to plan Eurovision, but Disney characters are the stars, who would you pick to be for each country and who do you think would win? Gosh, that'd take almost as long as the actual Eurovision song contest, wouldn't it? I, I think we can I think we can do one each. What our entry would be? Cusco. <gasps> That's not, not, not Cusco, Europe. um Kronk. Kronk would be a good one for um South America. It's not in Europe, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I just went worldwide. Um <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I don't know then. 
I don't know. I'm out. That, I'm gonna... Scrooge McDuck for Scotland. They don't, oh, they don't enter on their own, do they? No, but they can be no. Britain. In Britain. All right, Scrooge McDuck in... for England. UK. UK entry, isn't it? <laughs> for UK. Okay, yeah. And I think the uh, the chef from Little Mermaid for France. <gasps> Good one. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I'm going to have to chew on that. Speaking of Little Mermaid, do we want to do this now? Yeah, well, Shall we? yeah, I, I noticed, Chris, uh, mm. let's pretend you didn't say that and say, okay, okay. Chris, I just noticed um, you're smelling rather nice today. Well, what's, thank you very much. What's, yes, I, I've been... Uh, what's going on? Well, it's interesting you should say that because I've just recently um, been gifted something and I've been using it a lot on mm-hmm. my underarms. I've been uh, been rubbing it on. Do you want to see what it looks like? Yes. It's this. This is uh, the Little Mermaid <laughs> limited edition wild, uh, wild by nature deodorants. Isn't that right? Yeah. Ooh. Can I just stop very quickly and say, yeah, um, we're not getting paid money for this. No, um, it was a freebie sent to us um, mm-hmm. with a, with a request to plug it, um, and so I'm going to be brutally honest and say that we're doing this. But I can also be brutally honest and say that I've been using this for the last three weeks. And, I have, and I personally love it. Well, um, yeah. We don't mind talking about stuff like this if we like it yeah, and exactly. uh, it comes in handy. But also, I think our listeners and viewers would like to uh, to see this because it's, it's a nice collectible um, item, isn't it? So it's like a refillable uh, underarm deodorant. Deodorant thing, yeah. Thing, yeah. Uh, and it's got little mer- the, the the new Little Mermaid stuff So uh, it, and a nice it's, tin. It's there, look. It's on the screen. The- I know, but I'm showing them how it works. Ah. Do you want me to go back, back to you? Back to me. Then? Back to you. Back to you in the studio. We've all got one. We have. We've all got, got one. got one each. I- this one hasn't been used yet. So I'm going to show you how it goes. You get your little refill things and they smell of ocean mist. And very nice. And then this kind of, because I didn't know, this comes out. You stick it on there. Mm, you push it up there. And then when, and then you, you twist it to wind it up. And then that's how you get your deodorant. And it's just so, save the planet, you get one gorgeous case themed to The Little Mermaid, and then just keep buying your refills. Well, Chris, bash, bosh. I, Chris uses something like this, don't you? Yeah, can and I tell never, you my, dis- I've never my had disgusting yeah. underarm story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'd love, I, to, love to hear that. I can't use antiperspirant because... I've heard this. Because I'm... Well, let's just say they ru- it ruins my clothes. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do, and therefore it all comes off and it ruins my clothes. So I've not used de- uh, antiperspirant for years, and I've always used deodorant sprays. But just to add to that problem, most of them cause me real problems with, with rashes and stuff, mm-hmm. and Lynx in particular does. So I've had one deodorant that I've been happy with for years. This sounds like a huge thing. You know, you're very, very particular, <laughs> because what are you And then you buy 15 jars of it. Yep. And yeah. get them in stock because people, like you get hooked on something and then they take it away from you. And that's exactly what happened. So the one deodorant that never gives me a rash or anything disappeared. So I thought, right, I'm going to have a look at the eco-friendly stuff and see what's about because it, it feels like it might be time for a change. Yeah. So I went and got a different brand of a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been using it for ages and, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. So when they got in touch with me about doing this, I thought, well, actually, genuinely, I'd like to try it and see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and I'm quite happy talking about it as well. But this, for me, is better. So the one that I had was called Fussy. And no discredit to Fussy if you're watching Fussy. But um, it's 
I, I find that it it clings under my armpits a lot more, whereas this stuff is very is much smoother and much cleaner. You and, don't uh, want clag- I like it, and I like this fragrance as well. I really like this ocean. You don't mist want fragrance. claggy pits. Yeah, so it's oh, so it's ocean mist. Uh, so it's has uh, got a bit of paper. What is it, well, it's described as a, a clean sea breeze blended with aquatic florals such as jasmine and lily, and it is very nice. Um, and and unisex as well. It smells quite. I, I mean, don't, I don't care. I wear perfume sometimes. I don't care. Stuff. I don't care. I wear makeup, perfume, whatever it takes. <laughs> Brazier's. Yeah. So yeah, um, the perfect scent for summer. Literally, the only thing to say extra to this is, I, personally, I love it. It's a great little collector's item as mm. well. Anyway, is the case. Yeah. But um, if I've put into the comments already, into the not the comments, into the description. Sorry, I've put. There's a link there. Um, which, yes, it's got our reference on it. We don't get anything from it, but there's also a, a discount code for 20 or 30% off. I can't remember off the top of my head. So if you're interested in trying it, you can go and get a, get a markdown price. But they do subscriptions and stuff. And it, yeah. For me, this this is this is ideal. It's absolutely perfect. And might not be for you, but it's... This, this is what I like, the packaging. It comes in these cute little boxes. We've got, that, got that, that single one there, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Lucy tried to throw this away the other day, and I went, what are you doing? They are the race, aren't they? I, I can use this. <laughs> these nice little, like... Cardboard packages. There's quite a lot of people in the chat, so they've already got these. Right. Interesting. These exact ones. Um, Wits Wanderlust said, my only issue is they make the reusable cases so you don't have to buy lots of plastic, <laughs> and then they release a million cool cases so you want to keep buying new cases. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, they can't help being stylish, can they? That's the thing. There's, there's one for um, for breast cancer awareness, I noticed, and uh, it's got a slogan that's something like, and I know I'm going to get this wrong, but it's something like... Um, Wipe your pits to save the tits, or something along those lines. Yeah, um, but it's, it, it's a really nice, uh, really nice design case as well. Yeah, do you know what? There you are. And it's a great gift. Anyway, I'm sorry we don't normally do this kind of thing. No, but, but like we 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 genuinely like it, and we're not getting paid or anything, so you know yeah, we're happy to talk it, about it. It's worth a plug, I think. That's, yeah, that's but if someone does want to pay us for something, we will shill. <laughs> we'll we shill for you. No, don't say that. I'll even make a jingle. We'll make yeah. a shill jingle. A shingle. A shingle. <laughs> I've got my Eurovision entry. Go on. Oh, yeah. It's Buzz Lightyear on Spanish mode for Ooh. Spain. We have a little visitor. Yes. Come in. Hugh, just yeah. whilst Bonnie's coming in, will you tweet... A picture of that for those people who might be listening and thinking, what on earth are they talking about? Yep, I will. Co- uh, if you're looking for it on Twitter, um, hopefully I'll put it on Instagram as well if I remember. Um, I will put it under the hashtag, hashtag 37 Disney Streets Pits. See fans. Pits, <laughs> as in armpits. Pits, as in armpits. Nice. Bye, love you. <clears throat> Say nine nights just says Chris, classic marketing line. Bye-bye. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I have no practice in this at all. Uh, more news? Yes. Should we move on to things that yeah. are a bit more relevant now? Okay. Um, free frisbees at Annette. Oh, I saw this. So, apparently this is a thing they used to do many, many years ago. I don't re- remember it. I So, it might be like 1992. I don't know. It's meant to be quite a while ago. We didn't say who the product was by, didn't we? We'd, we by sh- wild, we yes. showed it a lot. We yes. did, you know, just just checking. We didn't mention Disney though. It just says on the top of it, wild and Disney yeah. in partnership. Right, so um, carry on. So it's a frisbee. I, I I don't mean that in any kind of euphemistic way. It's literally a plastic frisbee that says Annette's Diner on it. Is it a frisbee or is it an unbranded flying disc? 
I would call it a flying disc. Oh. Right? And, and I would also say that as nice as it looks, it's not as good as the classic McDonald's one with, one with Ronald in the middle of it. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Yeah. I, do you know what? I love like 80s, 90s McDonald's merch. So, my, my uncle used to work for McDonald's as, as a manager there and we got so many freebies. We used to have the colouring book, but you, you got a colouring book with pens, but it was that really thin paper. So if you used the pens that you got with it instead of pencil crayons, the pen would go right through so you couldn't use the yeah. inside of it. <laughs> yep, yep. And the paper hats, we had hundreds of paper hats and loads of pullback cars and stuff. Oh, man. So this, it, this unbranded flying disc that says Annette's Diner on it, it comes free with a kid's 30th, and um, sorry, a Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary kids meal, not a kid's 30th anniversary because not many kids have been married for 30 years. So um, the 30th anniversary kids meal yeah. or oh. you can buy it on its own with any other meal for four euros. So there you go. Um, I mean, if it's things like this are a nice souvenir. Maybe you're going, you're thinking, where should we take the kids for dinner? Oh, look, they can get a free Frisbee there. But it is pretty cool. Because it's, um, you know, it's a bit of a throwback. It's a bit niche. Yeah. Very I like good. it. Yeah. I, I like the idea. It's quite a nice thing. Mm. Moving on. Yeah, go on. Might as well. Is there anything more to say on that? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no. So finally, now I I geek out hard about stuff like this. Um, the Q2 earnings call. Uh, this is where Bob Iger literally like gets on a, well, it's not a phone call anymore. It used to be a phone call. Now it is a Zoom call or whatever um, and anybody's allowed to listen in the public are allowed to listen in because it is a publicly traded company but he talks to investors shareholders etc um, about the current financial state of the company <clears throat> it's interesting because at D23 and other fan events you will get this very very glossy presentation on amazing exciting things designed to get you excited but on the earnings calls you hear the I want to say the truth you don't. You hear the other glossy version that is for shareholders, but you hear it from a very different angle. Mm. It's like coming in the back door. So let me get get some highlights of the content. Dumb family just had a Facebook ad for Wild come up. <laughs> oh gosh, it's incessant, isn't it? Actually, I I think I saw a YouTube ad for, for advert for it for something, and uh, because we've had these for so long, we've had to, we've had to keep them secret. Um, it was like, you know, when you, you see someone famous and, and you get a bit excited and we're like, ooh. <laughs> I think they're available and, in like Holland and Barrett somewhere, aren't they? Right. And all under the good stores. <laughs> I don't know that, actually. Go on, carry on. Sorry. So, globally, Disney Park's revenue is up 17% to $7.8 billion. $7.8 billion. I feel like that's the GDP of some small countries. So they're cutting the cost of everything in the park. However, the operating income is up by 23% to $2.2 billion. So they're so still the cost of things to the public to reflect that. There's still $5.6 billion <laughs> in the black. So the, the, they're doing all right. But um, he had to, like, explain this an awful lot and, and, and you know say this is due to inflation and uh, ch uh, supply chain problems and all that kind Stop of thing. Stop asking me all these questions. Um, but I mean, on what on what planet is that not a good turnaround? Uh, 5.6, but this is, I know. Braden from uh, Mickey Ears was saying, Walt Disney World... Mickey Views. Mickey Views, sorry, was saying that um, um, earnings are down despite putting prices up, which I... 
took to mean earnings are down because they've put the prices up. No, I think he means um, net profit is down. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because it, it's just said the revenue is up from the parks well, interesting. by 17%. Stan says that that increase was just from his trip from uh, to Paris and London. <laughs> not at least it felt like that. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, Disneyland Paris revenue increased due to volume growth. I'm getting this from um, DLP report, this exact quote, by the way, but you can read the full, very complicated report online. Um, revenue increased due to volume growth from higher attendance and increased guest spending due to increases in ticket price, hotel rates, food, beverage and merchandise. Yes, we're aware of those increases. <laughs> Thank you. And has been partially offset by higher costs due to inflation and cost of new offerings, etc. So I think Disneyland Paris has um, remained neutral mm. in this. But I mean, it's, you know... The, the boasting about the, this is what I mean by you get a different angle or you get the truth so now whereas we get there oh look doesn't Minnie look lovely in her new outfit and we've got this fabulous new ride coming soon what the Q2 earnings get is this is what we're spending and this is how we're getting money in and this is where you get how they finally feel about Premier Access um, other, in other news that came out of the DL, uh, the earning call, it said that Avengers Campus was a resounding success. And Especially then, Flight Force. Yeah, well, we'll get into that one. <laughs> and then he spoke about um, the um, impending opening of the Frozen Land, mm. etc. Uh, it was also mentioned that the ad-supported version of Disney Plus would be available in Europe by the end of 2023. So it's a slightly cheaper... Um, subscription price to have ad supported content etc they're combining Hulu and Disney Plus in the US aren't they they are but they're kind of we've got yeah. a lot of that through yeah, Star yeah. so yeah. I don't yeah, think do. that will impact us um, he was very complimentary of other parks wasn't he yes he was it, it was almost like that the old nod to the um, highest grossing films than the Oscars or the best picture well, Oscars thing wasn't it it was a bit Apart from the parks, he actually mentioned by name the Nintendo, uh, the um, yeah. Super Mario film. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as as an example of how um, you can still make money in cinemas, I can't think how he put it, but that's the point. After COVID, people have struggled, mm-hmm. but it's almost an admission that he ha- that Disney hasn't because they haven't. They've really struggled with cinema releases and they've had very quick turnarounds to pay-per-view or onto Disney Plus and all that kind of thing. So he's... Do you think he was, it was a little bit of a... You know, um, it, was, it hasn't been my watch and while I've been uh, while I've been away, you've, yeah. done, you've done a pretty decent job, but um, I'm coming for you. And it, JPEG's gone, I'm coming for you. And I suppose he needs to comfort investors by saying, look, it is possible. This yeah, isn't yeah. the marketplace. We can still make films this way, uh, m- money this way. And then, yeah. Is that the right link? Is it just that? It looks right, yeah. It's just, sorry. We, should, yeah. we are not talking about wild. Hugh's <laughs> doing ad, I, admin in the corner. I'm trying to do this picture, but when I copied it from the thing, it had all extra characters in it, and I just thought it didn't seem right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, and he, he talked about the Nintendo Park, didn't he? He talked about Universal's... Um, well, I don't think you called it by name. No. But the expansion of Universal, Epic uh, Epic Kingdom. Mm. Anyway. Um, 
but yeah, it's not the not showing the epic growth that they did in the year following COVID, which they expected. Um, but things are okay. <laughs> epic universe. Thank you, voiceover guy. We don't do universal here. We're snobs. Um, and that is all <laughs> the we? major. That is all the major news. Just to mention though, because you did kind of joke about it then flight force um first of all did we mention was it last week last week yeah yeah. Yeah, the pre-show has been down yeah so they're just they're shipping people through to the dark because the fun bit yeah because the the queues have been so low they Mm. didn't want people lingering around now that's a bit mental and then this week it was closed for was it two and a half days i think it um it went down uh, and then closed unexpectedly so it must have been a maintenance thing so not doing great flight force not doing great no uh voice of a guy says epic universe i know yep uh kira said i went on flight force in april and i'm not gonna lie i quite liked it much better than hyperspace mountain and crushes coaster in my opinion <gasps> maybe because some of the new projections were already up I oh i don't think anything had changed i didn't but that's interesting i thought i thought it was fine we've slammed it a bit but it's an absolute fine indoor coaster but it it um wasn't as good as rock and roller coaster in mm. my opinion the soundtrack the colours, the, you know, the guitar frets and all that. It was a bit of a watered-down replacement. Yeah. Andrew says, anyone seen Peter Pan and Wendy? Is it bad? I've seen it. Me and Lucas watched it and uh, and thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a nice kid's adventure. If I'd grown up with that, I would have been satisfied enough to have not had Goonies and all the other right. stuff. No, no, really? No, no, and Hook and stuff. Uh, what I mean is, it was passable. Okay. It was passable. It was enjoy. <laughs> it was enjoyable. It was passable. It was nice to see Lucas engage in an adventure film that wasn't Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. 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 Uh, what about Guardians? Anyone seen it? Have you seen it yet? Because you were thinking about I seeing it last Monday. I believe Monday. we're going to go and see it during the day on Sunday next week, potentially, or maybe the the Sunday we get back from our holidays. I can't remember which, but we are planning to go. Before the end of the month, I think. We've seen it. Mm. We're not doing any spoilers, but for me, five stars. It was great. Hugh will say four, I think. Probably, yeah. It's really good. There we go. Mm. See, to me, that is a spoiler. (laughs) Now I know what you thought of it. (laughs) One other thing. um, Groot has been out meeting. He has before, but we don't see him very often. It's a really good costume. Have you seen the Groot in the parks? Yes. Have you seen this? You heard about this? Uh, I don't think so. I'm going to get a, a picture of him because my voice is getting sore. Is everyone aware that um, the current Groot in the films mm. is not the same Groot as in the first film? It's his offspring. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. a, lot, a lot of people don't realise that. They think it's like, you know, they've, they've regrown the same character. But it's actually, I did. Well, it depends if you count it's actually a, a, a flower different... that's been grown from a sapling. Yeah. A different... But 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 it's like a different character with a different personality, and yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not it's not the original group. And then when you know when I found that out, I was really sad. Oh. <laughs> oh. Means he did die after protecting the entire. Yeah. Well, it makes it a bit more noble to know that he died and not and not that he could just do that and then continue to live. Solo show says yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so the solo show stand says is the track layout for flight uh, flight force the same as rock and roller coaster in. 
Disney Hollywood Studios. Uh, I, I don't know if, it's, if it's exactly the same, but um, I know um, certain bits are identical. Like, I, I imagine it is the same, but um, like it's it's got the same takeoff and everything. And interesting one about about that. And I, been, I'd have to count the loops and the turns on both. But there's been a lot of talk on what, on, on uh, Twitter this week from people who are absolutely loving Muppet Mayhem. Suggesting that the Walt Disney oh, World rock and roller coaster should actually be changed to a oh, yeah. to a Muppet Mayhem. Uh, that would theme be weird though. Instead of Queen, <laughs> they've got a Muppet Courtyard in Hollywood Studios, but it's the other side of the park. Mm. So they've kind of zoned Muppets. It would be a would bit make weird. More sense than Queen, though, wouldn't it? I wonder what they'd well, do with the music. Well, a lot though. of things would make more sense than Queen. Big, can you picture that? <laughs> Just that. Yeah, just that repeatedly. <laughs> I actually disagree for the reason I've just said, but also Muppets as characters don't feel roller coastery to me. You know, it's such a like futuristic speedy I thing. I they don't, don't know. It, feel- could, it could be fun if you sat in if you sat in their bus being shot around psychedelic psychedelia and stuff. I think it'd be amazing. Really very if there cool. are enough visuals, it could be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll take both points. There's an advert <laughs> floating around on on uh, on TikTok at the moment. That's right. I I watch. I, I use TikTok. I'm down with the kids. Um, which uh, is for some game or other. And when it comes on, it's it's um, emoticons, and and you have to say what the film is from the pictures. And the first oh, picture yeah. is uh, is Kermit with a top hat on, and the second picture is Miss Piggy. And the answer is Muppets Christmas Carol. <sighs> yeah, get the title right, I guys. Seeing it, it comes up on, comes up on my feed probably three or four times a day, and it winds me up. So I would never download that game <laughs> just for that reason. Sorry. I think I think that's fair, Chris. I would I would be the same. You know, if you can't get your your title exactly right, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Miriam Sorry. says, yes, I feel it's the same because R&R in uh, Paris was the same as the one in Florida and since the track hasn't changed my R&R, it should be the same, although I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm fairly sure it is exactly the same track simply because it's a big square building and so is the one in Florida. And yeah. usually if they have to change if you've built things, one. it's because like the footprint is different and they have to adapt it for that reason. Mm. But because it is just a big rectangular building yeah. it's probably the same yeah mm. right should we go on to trip reports then we can go on to trip reports if that's what you'd like to do yeah audience trip roundup now I've pressed the button prematurely because I'm not actually ready for this yet <laughs> but, but Lucy vamp really vamp vamp <laughs> I'm just thinking are these a different size no they're not they're identical <laughs> Ignore me, it's my eyes. That one that's been in my pits, I one of them has. Which one's mine? That one's yours. (laughs) I've been using it for the last three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. So we we have a trip report today from um, a voiceover guy. Um, And this is it, shall I just jump right in, shall I? Yeah, man. I'm going to jump right in. We will interrupt you at regular intervals. I look forward to it. Trip report, April 2023. By the way, the reason my voice sounds so hoarse is that I went to watch Leeds United versus Newcastle yesterday. and um, I, I did wonder. The, the atmosphere was absolutely ridiculous. It's the loudest football match I've been to in a long, long time. And I might have shouted a little bit loudly at times. So I'm very hoarse today. <clears throat> Although I think I'm getting away. It with might that. work for this I think trip it works report. Well. Trip report, April 2023. 
I'll try to keep it short, but it probably won't happen as there are always something to talk about. I hope this will be informative and keep people from tuning out or drifting off. There you go. Uh, That's a disclaimer because it's more than a thousand words, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) My trip report is from our three-night, four-day adventure going as a dad of a nearly seven-year-old daughter with allergies, carrying an EpiPen as part of any daily adventures. So we went Saturday, April the 8th, travelling from Wakefield to King's Cross, uh, a little day in London, Matilda the Musical and Jungle Cafe for tea. Nice. Mm. Sunday, after a night at the lovely Premier Inn, What's we Jungle were Cafe? I don't know, but it sounds good. Sounds great. I want to know more about this Jungle Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sunday, after a night at the lovely Premier Inn, we were off on the Eurostar for our last direct journey to Marne la Valley and Disneyland Paris. I have to say, the staff at London Eurostar are great and get people through the queues brilliantly. Customs even stamped my daughter's Build-A-Bear passport for a soft oh, toy yeah. dog and rabbit. We've got one of those. Yeah. Love that. Uh, after a great journey in a pretty empty carriage, we arrived at DLP. We'd booked the Disney Express as part of the package this time. Highly recommend. Off the train, bags to Disney Express and swapped for park tickets, leaving them to send the bags to the Art of Marvel Hotel. Arriving in the park, sorry, my page numbers have just gone over the text. Arriving in the park, we went straight for Star Tours. My daughter rode it nine times last October, d- despite never ever seen, never even seeing Star Wars. She's watched the first six since and loves it. She especially loves C-3PO. <laughs> Top tip for Star Tours. Ask a cast member nicely if they'll play in English. Tell them your child is a huge fan and they might just become the rebel spy on board. Mm-hmm. This trip, my daughter's face came up on the screen three times out of the seven. More, uh, wow. Out of the seven more times we rode it. Don't forget, there are dozens of variations of the story too, which makes going on it multiple times worth it. Yep. Watch the app for low wait times. We never waited any longer than five or ten minutes. Mostly walked on. Bonnie was the rebel spy once. <clears throat> um but I've, n- I've never asked for it to be in English. I'm a bit shy. And I just think it's like my thing with uh, KFC, you know, your piece of chicken that you get. Mm. You can ask for breast, and I want breast, but I always get like a grisly little wing or something. But I just think I don't want to ask. I want to roll the dice. And it's the same. One day I'll get an English version of Star Tours in Paris. Oh, we One got the day. English version last year. Mm. It was good. Uh, voice of a guy uh, in the chat says it's the old tropical rainforest cafe. Same place. Same place, different name. Different name. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right, next up. Oh, he also says that they're so nice about it. If no one has asked, then they're really cool to do it. Mm. So there you go. Anyhow, it actually says that here. That's not me moving on. Anyhow, how did we get on with the allergies this time? <laughs> Off to Waltz on Main Street. So it's Sunday. It was my birthday, and I spent ages trying to get a reservation. The first thing I did was mention my daughter's egg, dairy, and nut allergy. The response from the host was, I think you may need to book another restaurant. <gasps> No, really? Seriously, that was the first thing he said. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you've planned for the uh, call and response. (laughs) I told him that that's not Disney's first answer and that I was upset um, as this was a special occasion. He insisted they wouldn't be able to help and there was nothing on the menu she could have. I asked for further advice, so a server came downstairs and said he'd go and check. In the meantime, they now offered us a pre-packed allergen menu which looks like airline food and sounded awful, and you couldn't mix them up as they come in plastic trays. Ah, this is Waltz. The server came back saying they'd grill her some fish and do some veg for her starter. Um, He's actually enclosed some pictures, so when I get to the bottom, if they're there, I'll see if we can put them on the thing. Um, 
It all went downhill from there. They sat us down and took... <laughs> it went downhill from there. <laughs> they sat wow. us down and took a, a drinks order and forgot to bring them. I asked three times if they were on their way and it took over 15 minutes to get drinks. Other tables arriving after us were served quicker. They dropped a packet of gluten-free bread on the table and said we had to open it as they couldn't because of the allergies. Alongside being gluten-free, it was milk-free too. However, the tough, thick plastic took some work to cut through with the main course knife and they still put butter on the table in front of her. My sweet corn soup arrived lukewarm and my daughter's starter was terrible. Thin veg, maybe cucumber and carrot in spirals. They didn't bring a spoon for the soup and I tried to catch their attention and in the end I had to go and get one. My main course was however great. I had the chilli and my daughter had the fish which was okay but just okay. Again the service was slow and by the time my lemon meringue pie arrived which was incredible, the tables next to us who would arrived after us were finished and leaving. The only dessert they, uh, they could do for allergies, a mango smoothie. For the money they're paying there, it was really disappointing. And they barely, they barely spoke to us apart from dropping the food. I feel like we were an inconvenience to them as we had allergies. Mm. We left with an empty wallet, very disappointed. I immediately cancelled the return visit we booked for the last day as my memory from years and years ago was so different and better than what we just experienced. That is so, so bad. I really, really, really hope voiceover, and I don't often say this, I really hope you've written an email direct to Disney management to address this because at some point we can jo- we do joke a lot about French service and mm. you know what but there's a point when it, they need directly telling that's not good enough and that should needs to change that is not what I expect from a Disney park and it sounds like it that's just, what you tried to tell them as well guy it it just isn't and no. thing is but you can tell the management there and it won't drop it needs to go to it needs to go to a complaints department it needs addressing and then they it will get into the system and they will they have to then reply to you and tell you what's happened with your complaint but honestly uh do you have an address we should use voiceover guys asking uh, i'm sure i could find one i don't know off the top of my head i've never had to do a disney complaint I have to say, because no, I, mean, I, I am the biggest champion of them and I've had amazing service all the time. But when I hear stories like this, I don't want it to get past. If anybody has a complaints address, um, if you don't want to put it in the chat, can you just send it directly to us on DM and we'll pass it on to voiceover guy? Because I'm, I'm upset about that. I'm upset about that. Um, just for Stan in the chat as well, we're talking about Waltz here, um, the Waltz restaurant. Um, We continued to enjoy the rest of the day in the park and had an early night at the Art of Marvel as the next day was princess dining. By the way, the Marvel Hotel is lovely. Rooms are very modern and it took my daughter to point out the TV was built into the giant room mirror. Very clever. Monday morning, we went down to the hotel pool. Very clean and pleasant. The jacuzzi was nice and warm, so we mostly stayed in there, which is what everyone else was doing due to how cold the main pool was. (laughs) Monday afternoon arrived after a morning in studios and we were booked for princess dining, having experienced it last October and hoping to meet some new princesses. To my nearly seven-year-old daughter, the chance of meeting princesses is still very exciting. This year we had two new ones, so photographs and autographs were collected. However, the food and her allergies. We told the server cast member and showed her Allergy UK card, which has a perfect translation of what allergies she has, and he couldn't have been less bothered and not helpful at all. We talked about the soup starter without the, uh, about, without the cream and he said it's not possible. I pointed out we had it last year with soy cream and he said, I'll ask. The only dessert offered for egg, dairy and nut allergy was a fruit salad. Bearing in mind how much you pay, the only main course for her was pasta. I insisted she had the lava cake from the adult menu to finish as it was vegan and more exciting than fruit salad and pasta. 
After saying it's only on the adult menu, he wrote it down and walked off. Once again, we waited for ages for drinks, which didn't arrive until after the starters arrived. My daughter's sweet corn soup with soy arrived with the open sandwich bread and whatever was on top on the same plate. I questioned the bread. Can my daughter have this? He said no. So I said, why has it been put on the same plate? (laughs) With the butter on it, there could be cross-contamination. He just walked off. We did, however, get the lava cake for her dessert, which ticked a box. The princesses were amazing again, but the food was just too stressful. Sitting there, wondering if I'm going to be using antihistamine or EpiPen afterwards. For 2023, I think Disney needs to up their game for allergy sufferers. Two of the best dying experiences were let down by staff that are not informed of the consequences. This is not intolerances, this is allergies. My daughter's whole body comes out in hives when she has a reaction. Mm. I find it surprising that the first response, rather than, oh, let me check, let me find out, is that's not possible. Um, you know, because they clearly don't know that, do they? Like when you say, oh, can we have this without the cream? No, you can't, that's impossible. Like, well, mm. check first. Um, Go speak to to a, a wait uh, to a uh, what's the word a chef. I mean, if if it's not possible, fair enough. But by the sound of it, he's, they've had it before, so um, you know it is possible. Most places you go, chefs <laughs> chefs like to make different things as well. So yeah, you, yeah, you'd think that the opportunity to do something different, you know, for, for allergies would be something that they'd want to do. Mm-hmm. But ridiculous. To I make. mean, it's just being inflexible on menus in general i find <clears throat> quite irritating this is a totally different thing but we once went to um i'm just going to name it bella italia and you know it was like a teenage waiter or something and uh, <clears throat> bonnie's meal came with um something like green beans but i could see that there was peas as a side so i said oh can she have peas instead of green beans and they went no it comes with green beans and I'm like, but can you not just bring her a side of peas? And they're like, it's one pound fifty for a side of peas. And I'm like, and it's like, you go to any re- other restaurant in the whole of the UK, God, and they'd just be like, yeah, you can have bean, beans. Ju- that. Do you want beans just, peas just have want? peas instead of the green beans. It just, but I mean, that's just an idiot um, teenage server. But I think it should just be like for like substitutions are just a no brainer when someone asks, and it's particularly when they say allergies. Yeah. It's, this is just ignorance. Did the French is. not have allergies? <laughs> I'm just saying it's just a different culture in France. Uh, sorry, that, that's not related to what you're saying, Emma. I'm not. I'm not attacking you. I'm just. Um, but like, you know, just to augment what I'm saying, uh, she says it's, it's a different culture in France when it comes to. <laughs> was that too much backtracking from me there? <laughs> I get paranoid. It's just a different culture in France when it comes to food allergies. But Disney needs to do better. Yeah, it's like. Mm. Do they just just not have it in their culture to have allergies? It's very strange, bizarre, I'm confused. Isn't it? Maybe, mm. maybe it is. Maybe something about their uh, diet means there's less allergies. I don't know, but I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> sure. em, Emma, sorry, I have to interrupt because me and Emma both have tomato allergies, oh, yeah, and um, she says I feel like you'll appreciate this. I went to Bella Italia once and told them I had a tomato allergy, and they said, "Why are you here?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I've had that kind of attitude. I once went to, stupidly, when we were like 21 or something, a friend had a party at Pizza Hut. And um, I, I said that then. I said, I can't have the pizza, but do you do pasta dishes or anything? And the waiter was just like, no, there's nothing. There's nothing we can feed you. Now, I've learned since they can just make a pizza with cheese on it. Well, so, so we we had... A lot of our friends ran to our house not so long ago. A year ago, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now. Were we the and, friends? And well, you you were part of those friends. <laughs> and and one of those friends said, said she had a tomato allergy. Yeah. 
Uh, but we were having pizzas, so so I made garlic mushrooms on a pizza. It you, was delicious. I loved that. It was great. I was like, oh, I get to make something a bit different. Everyone was fighting over my yeah. tomatoless pizza, <laughs> and I was like, hands off, he's made that for me. I once went through a uh, gluten-free phase, just, um, I can't remember why, for health reasons, but I am not I don't have an allergy. And uh, our friend Lacey, we went to her house, and bless her, um, it didn't actually, I wasn't actually still on the diet, but she thought I was, and she prepared like a whole station just for me in the corner, mm. you know, in case anything got contaminated, but, you know, kind of uh, bashfully said, oh, that doesn't actually matter, but thanks anyway, thanks for, for doing that. This is, sorry, we're going off topic now, but I don't know about you, Emma, but my tomato allergy is only an intolerance, really. It's not like voiceover guy's daughter, so I try not to say allergy because the whole restaurant can shut down if you say allergy. You know what I mean? They'll start look at trying to get a separate member of staff to prepare something in a separate corner if it's a good restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So I tend to just say, without tomato, please. Anyway, sorry, go on. Um, Kira's just said the thing is in France, people have been fighting this battle as well. It's gotten better, but it's still terrible. Mm. And Stan's just saying every sit down that, that he had at DLP, the first thing they asked there was, have you, have you got any allergies? Well, that's just so they can tell you to do one. <laughs> if, you say, if you say yes, they'll be like, well, get out. Mm. Right, I'm going to carry on. Mm. Right, uh, it's the same, it just makes her a bit sick. Huh, there you are. Yeah, similar. Princesses met. I was keen to leave as we and we mm. were back out to the park and in and out of the rain. We continued on with our day. Big Thunder Mountain was back open after a refurb in March and is always incredible. We met Darth Vader, got spooked in Phantom Manor and rode Pirates of the Caribbean too. We did use a Premier Access a couple of times. I know you pay over the top, but it helped to ride a couple of rides a little quicker. Can I quickly mention this year my daughter is now 1.2 metres and with a 20 minute queue I asked if she'd like to try Hyperspace Mountain. She said she would. We queued and had some great support from the couple behind. As we got to the loading area I asked if she wanted to leave but she said she'd do it. Our ride footer was great and as we came off she said she didn't want to do it again. (laughs) I congratulated her for trying it and then another couple came up and gave her 10 euros and said that they thought she was super brave. Aww. That certainly cheered her up and bought, and she bought an Ariel Mermaid doll as we left the park that night. That's well, nice, isn't it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely Aww. love that. Tuesday then. We started in studios early to get on RC Racer in the rain uh, and the parachutes. A quick go on Ratatouille and then on to pick up an R2-D2 with her holiday money. None in the shop worked when you pressed the test button, so we took a gamble that maybe they weren't switched on. I took it back to the hotel, took it out of the box, and it still wasn't working. I managed to unscrew the back, only to find the battery compartment corroded. Ah! Oh. Walked it back to the studios and had an apology and got my money back. I got, I told them none on the shelves worked, and maybe they were corroded too. They said they'd look into it. Back to the main park after lunch, another fun day with a mission. When we went into uh, when we went in October last year, we went to the glass making shop in the castle and spotted some tiny gems on the floor. My daughter picked a few up, so I said this time I'll distract the assistant and she could pick more up. Genius. <laughs> oh, she sure did, and put them in her IKEA Ziploc bag. The assistant asked what she was doing, so I told her about our mission to collect more. He smiled and reached under the counter and brought a small bag of them out and gave them to her. She was made up. In fact, so excited that he gave her a second bag full too. This was a nice bit of Disney magic. I love that as well. See, yeah. see, they can do things right. Yeah, you see, this this is what I expect from Disney service. Um, we rode the railroad around the park only for it to break down in the tunnel, which wouldn't have been so bad, but the smoke was getting heavy as we sat there for nearly 10 minutes until they got it going again. Not much to see on the ride, but a nice break from the walking. 
Tuesday tea time and character dining at Plaza Gardens, hoping to fill in some gaps in her autograph book. We'd heard you can meet Mickey and Minnie Mouse in the evening uh, one as we'd done the breakfast character meet last October. Well, we did meet Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Tigger, Eeyore and Pluto. So much fun. So how did we get on with allergies? I feel like we need a jingle. Not well. Uh, they got an allergen book out and we were given a member of staff who went through what we could and couldn't have for the egg, dairy and nut allergy. Sadly, a limited menu again. However, it turns out the chocolate fountain with marshmallows is actually chocolates you can have with no milk. Yes. Result. They agreed to do her own salmon without the butter they normally serve, with, serve it with. Although meeting the characters was a great distraction, it took 30 minutes to cook the salmon, which is a shame as it's a buffet and mm. everyone else is eating immediately. I did feel like we were in there forever, but meeting Mickey and Minnie made it worth the wait. The salmon was great too. Another two goes on Star Tours and picked up another R2-D2 in the shop as the test button was working. We headed back to the Art of Marvel to play with the R2-D2 in the Skyline Bar to the amusement of other guests and staff. You see, if if that had been your worst experience with allergies, then you, yeah. you'd probably feel a little bit better about it. Because yeah. sometimes in character restaurants, you want an excuse to be there a bit longer. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? You get a bit more time with the characters or you get to see them twice or something. Um, but but she the... but she had good food and good service. It was just a bit of an inconvenience. And again, that's not perfect, but it's fine. No. That's yeah. fine. Wednesday was our last day, so we quickly dressed and did the early access into the studios park again. However, after another quick ride on Ratatouille and Slinky Dog, we realised the photo pass and room key had fallen off my daughter's lanyard. Asking around and uh, and the customer services, they asked if we'd got the receipt for photo pass. Racing back to the hotel, no receipts. Were all the pictures gone? Maybe not. We packed up the bags, which was harder, realising how many bits we'd bought, checked out, sent the bags back with Disney Express and headed back to the park. When the sun came out, we jumped on Autopia. It's always fun watching my nearly seven-year-old navigate driving. It still surprises me they've not found a way to switch uh, switch to electric cars, though. Yeah, but the smell's nice, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is a nice smell, that two-stroke thought... engine. Hang on, which one are you on now? Autopia. Autopia. I thought they were electric in um, Disneyland Paris. Oh, I no. know the petrol in um, the Florida and no, it absolutely petrol. stinks in Florida. Mm. Saying goodbye to the park at around 4.30pm, we headed back to the Eurostar and Disney Express counter, picked up the cases and went straight into the queue to go home. A very worthwhile service. Sad to leave, but it's been magical. Back home, I contacted Disney PhotoPass and gave them accurate details of where and what time we were on some of the rides. Also uploaded pictures of what we were wearing. Three days later, they found our PhotoPass number and we were able to recover all the pictures from the trip. Phew! Oh, that's good. That's really good. Overall, another great trip. The Art of Marvel was lovely and we're glad to have experienced it, but we'd consider Cheyenne next time to save a few quid as it's just a base to sleep. Yeah. And if we're not using the restaurant due to allergies, there's no point in spending that much. Mm. Once again, we really felt let down with food allergy issues and the customer service dealing with them. Having experienced the Disney cruise two years ago out of Liverpool and seeing how the Americans deal with allergies, was, uh, which was incredible, mm. I think Walt Disney World will be better. I'm still considering it for next year. Yeah. Would we go to DLP again? Of course. We probably won't do the restaurants and stick to counter service and maybe yeah. make sandwiches daily if we take some UK bread next time. It seems theirs contains milk according to their allergen documents, which we still find odd as most breads don't over here. Maybe next time we're there, uh, there'll, be, there'll be more options. We would do Eurostar again, I think, but not looking forward to the train switching to a... Uh, to an SNCF at Lille but I'm sure it will be straightforward you've done that before haven't you? yeah it's straightforward it's just a mild inconvenience to get your bags off and back on again but it's not 
it's not difficult or arduous particularly. Unless uh, you've missed a connection like we did. <laughs> yes, it was uh, extreme. You had to go get another ticket. For free, though. They didn't you know, hmm. charge us for it. Still love Disney parks and think maybe it has to be Florida next on a 10-day adventure and just stay at Disney with some rest days in between. Yes. We've been pricing it up already and there seem to be some good deals on right now. Thanks for reading my trip report. Keep up the good work. And quick question. Will you be putting any videos out of your trip to Walt Disney World from early this year, Lucy? Oh, my God. Yes, I've got them. Yes, yes, I will. Yes, yes. I have. Hugh's done some really good ones. They're in there. We've got like a couple of different playlists that they're in. So we've got like, I think we've got a Walt Disney World 2023 playlist. But then we've also got like a uh, family trip reports or something like that. that. Yeah. Uh, And that's where all mine are. Or you can just find me by my name, Hugh Rain. I need I need to get I've mine. I've got three videos on there. Wiggle mm. on. There we go. That's that. Thank you for that, guy. Um, another really insightful trip report. And, and and anybody else, if you're visiting, come and let us know. Give us your trip reports. Mm. Or send us a vlog if you want to do that. We've done that over the last few weeks with stands. It's good to hear what everybody else is doing, particularly yeah. as we're not getting in the parks at the moment. <laughs> we are booking this week. You say that every week. And if you have problems like this, it's good to, it's good for us to hear and be prepared at least, you know, mm. to know, know what to expect. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and if you have a different experience uh, with allergies that's good, of course we want to hear that too. Or you've been to one of the restaurants and it was particularly good or like anything like that. I mean, the thing is, if people don't, if we don't talk about these kind of things, then they're never going to, it's never going to enact any change. And I'm not saying that, well, we're certainly not big enough to to try and help that happen but we're we're some voices out here amongst lots of other voices and I think the more people talk about these things yeah. the more likely they're going to do things about it hmm. hopefully I guess yeah. we'll see yeah lots of love for the trip report there in the chat yeah. there we are um, I am aware that you have got a flight at 6am tomorrow yeah. haven't no, you no the flight isn't at 6 but I've got to go to the airport so the, the flight's um, late morning but uh, Monday mornings at Manchester Airport at the moment are absolute chaos because of people working, going and trying to disappear. Yeah. So I have to go there three hours before the flight, um, which means I have to leave my house at about 6.30. So that's going to be fun. Yay. Yeah. So we better get off then. So um, we thank you very much. I was going to think, shall I tell them what? There's, oh. well, there's going to be a Patreon show now. Yeah. The extra magic time for those of you who, who do that. Um, and but I might not be there. I'll be here. Uh, I might be audible, but I probably won't be visible because I'm going to be packing up. Mm. I just want to say a thank you to our listener Bob, our friend Bob, our friend Bob Sangwell, who has sent <laughs> sent me this because he had a spare one. He says I thought you might like it, so it's Aww. hidden hidden um, Mickey's of Walt Disney World, and it came in the. Um, post yesterday and I didn't immediately send him a message to say thank you so I want to make sure that we can oh yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to make sure he gets the message through here so Ooh, thank, all, thank all you so much Hidden Mickey's. such a kind thing Bob he's oh, a love isn't by it by Stephen M Barrett and I can imagine we will use that next time a lot me and Bonnie because we've been a few times now so we're not running around as feverishly anymore so it'll give us something to like I bet a day of kind of going through mm. that book will be good yeah. yay Absolutement. So, thank you very much for joining us. I've been Lucy. These have been the boys. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye.